So, ladies. Yes. Who are you in your friend group? Okay. When I think about that question, mm -hmm. I, I think about Sex in the City. Okay. And I think about, um, yeah. I already know who you, you already are. know what I'm going to say. I'm Charlotte. What? <laughs> no, what? I'm kidding. No, nope. pull the plug. <laughs> there, was a Samantha like, in, there was a Samantha in the room. Yup. In denial. Uh, it is It is you. Yes. <laughs> and I am here for it. Okay. <laughs> From WBEZ Chicago, this is When Magic Happens. I'm Taylor Coward, here with Jennifer Shaylove Long and Cheryl Jackson, who's calling in from Memphis. And today, we're talking all about friendship. I feel like I, I corral people, I curate, I bring them together, mm -hmm. and then I just, you know. You're right. Carrie was kind of their center. Yeah. They all were had different relationships with Carrie. Yeah. So that's the corraler. Yeah. Cheryl, who are you in your friend group? Oh, wow. Who am I in the friend group? Uh, they say that I am the last one to arrive and the first one to dip. <laughs> <The> first okay. <laughs> <to leave. laughs> I don't know what you call that. Okay. Oh, oh, that is so me. That's so funny. Yeah. Last one arrived, first one to dip. They yes. were like, you know, sis, we looking at you. We 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 see what you're doing. Okay. Oh my gosh. Cheryl, I did know that about you. I, I got that all the time in high school. The the last to show up and the first to leave. I'd be like, Y'all yes. ready? Yeah. Are y'all ready? Because right. <laughs> I, I think that early on, I think I was really like kind of the mom. Of the, the group. group. Yeah. yeah. I'd be yeah. like, you know, don't talk to him. Or like, we need to be home by this time, <laughs> which is not super fun. And I acknowledge that now. Yeah. <laughs> That's like not the fun person to be around. But if we're speaking in terms of the sex in the city and just like that franchise, I think mm -hmm. that I am a mix of like Charlotte and Samantha. Okay. Samantha in, yeah. she really stands up for people. Like when uh, this lady stole Charlotte's baby name mm -hmm. and Charlotte wasn't even pregnant, Samantha like went in on her for taking her baby name and okay. then they left the party. And I was like, yes. And then Charlotte, because that's the spirit in me of we're out really late. We need to get home. And like just she doesn't get too wild, but she still tags along. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't get too rowdy. Yeah. Yeah. And just like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I guess I should play by the rules. Let me give you who I am. Yes. Who are um, you? Who are you, Cheryl? A little bit of Carrie. Mm -hmm. And um, gosh, what was the lawyer, the redhead? Miranda. 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 Yes. Okay. Uh, a little bit of, you know, and um, and, a, and a closeted Samantha. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Let's use the girlfriends. Line. Oh, yeah. I'm a Joan. Joan. <laughs> what was the hippie one? That's the one I think That's I got to Yeah. I what don't. Her what's name? her name? Lynn. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Lynn. Lynn, yeah. Lynn was very like, like with the wind, but still right. when people like when she needed to set people straight, she could. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who are you in living single? Oh man, I'm that's Maxine a good Shaw, attorney at law. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maxine, uh, was, I, I Maxine, loved her. I love her, and like Queen Latifah and Khadijah, 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 Khadijah. Yes, yeah, love her. Yeah, I see Regine in you. Oh, little Regine. Too. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. She was, she was like glamorous and like 
Regini. She'd be like, toodles. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Cheryl, how do you, like, organize your friends? Like, do you have friends for a certain interest? Friends for, you know, this city? Like, how do, how do you organize the people you come around and bring around? I, I do. I do. I really do. So, so I have friends in Chicago, and then I've got friends in Memphis. My, my friends in Memphis are my cousin. Mm-hmm. She's like one of my besties and my sister. But in Memphis, I've got a girlfriend who is just my spirit soulmate. She's so... She's kind of Lynn-esque. She's really out there, you know. I, she's a yogi. She's a spiritualist. Um, and she's hilarious. And I just, there's a part of her that speaks to my soul mm-hmm. that I yeah. don't maybe get with others. And then my my girlfriend, my media girls, I mean, we're just kind of our, our work, um, our professions, our career, and our as 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 women leaders, mm-hmm. you know, it's a safe space because we have similar challenges and trials, and we can get together at you know at my girlfriend's house in Vegas by her pool, and we don't we can talk about anything, wear anything, mm-hmm. um, and you don't have to worry about who's watching mm-hmm. uh, or who's listening, who's dipping in on the conversation. And then my cousin. She just has known me. Uh, she knows the church side of me. We both, our families, I mean, we get it, what it means to be raised, Church of God in Christ and all the church churchisms. And we just get on the phone and we giggle and laugh. And and she's seen me through some rough times. And then there's my sister. You know, she was my first roommate. <laughs> and we shared her room together growing up and uh you know when you know no matter what goes down they will be there for you i love that yes you were like my friend from at home knows me on like a soul level yes and there is something really special about being from the same place coming from the same environment there's so much that you don't have to get to know about each other it's just like inherent having a friend where you pick up where you left off yes those are like sisters. Yeah. You know, too. that's like a soulful connection. Yeah. Because I can, when you said that, I thought of the people like that in my life. And I'm like, I can, I can go not seeing them for years. Yeah. And then we'll get together and we'll, but you get to but pick like, up where I you left like, off. Yeah. And I love that. Right. And I also find that like, I have a lot of male friends mm-hmm. too, that are like dear male friends. And you know what I love about them is it's like, you get their perspective and they get mine. And so it's kind of like great when you're dating <laughs> you're like, let me run this by you real quick <laughs> let me ask you wait let me tell you what you just said help these anyway, men jennifer i just love them all yeah and they're just great people yeah you know just really wonderful people so what about you taylor i have so if we're going back to like categories of friends mm-hmm. i have my high school friends mm-hmm. i have my college friends that i've made and they just they don't necessarily mix very often Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's it's nice to like know what I can go to for them but a really positive thing that's happening right now is that the groups that I have my circle of friends is small and so the people that I have around me now I feel like I can go to any one of them with something important yeah and so Mm. right now as I get older I'm like well a lot of my friends don't live in Chicago anymore Mm -hmm. and so a lot of our meetings are virtual or through text or 
we'll meet up for a weekend or one day. Mm. So like my, my friends that I just saw last week, one lives in New York, one lives in Florida, and we all were just in Chicago that day. Mm. And so we got together and went out to brunch. But I haven't seen my one friend from New York in maybe about a year. And so we talk all the time through text and Instagram, but seeing each other physically, I don't anymore. Yeah. But in high school, that's someone that I was with all week, yes. all weekend. And so I'm like, I'm ready to branch out and find a friend that I can just like go get my nails done with mm-hmm. because those were my high school friends when they all lived here. Mm-hmm. And right. so I think I need that shopping nail salon yeah. friend, you know, yeah. like, right. I, not right. the friend that I mm-hmm. always go to when I have something really heavy on me. Yeah. But my friends served that dual purpose when they were here. Yeah. Like I knew I could go see a movie with them, but they'd also come see me in the hospital if I was sick. Mm-hmm. God forbid, you know? Right. Yeah. So you're looking for someone to kick it with. I don't know. Just, I think literally going to get my nails done. With. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how do you how do you make new friends in that way? Like yeah, because you know, or how would you? Make since it? I have a boyfriend, mm-hmm. it kind of eliminates the need for that person. Mm-hmm. He will go with me to get my nails done, mm-hmm. but I also want girl time sometimes. Yeah, you just want like a lighthearted girlfriend to be like, "Hey, girl, you want to go do this thing?" Mm-hmm. And I don't know you too well. You don't know too much about me, but we go kick it together. So mm-hmm. you're right, Cheryl. And so now I'm just in a new phase of. Who who do I spend my time with? Yeah, yeah. You know, I have a nephew who's about your age, mm-hmm. and so I've, we've had conversations of, about how his friendships have shifted mm-hmm. once he left college, mm-hmm. and now he's this young adult in a new city, and um. So I, I you know, there's a there's a real shift. I was curious with you. Mm-hmm. Um, is it just? Are you experiencing that? Like this, I have a new life post-college. Yeah. And now I have to have new friends. Mm. Well, That's a good question. so that that is a great question. It is different because you get busy, you know, you get, you're starting your careers. There's just new obstacles in the way once school is over. Luckily, my core group of friends, our group chat is called the Caribbean Spuds. <laughs> I don't I don't even remember why it's called that. We made it like in 2014. So I don't even know why it's called that anymore. But I still have the Spuds. So Cheryl, I'm curious about that question for you too, because one thing that I noticed was, you know, when you go through these different seasons in your life, mm-hmm. as you've just described, but like going through a divorce, mm-hmm. you know, and the transition of friends and what that sort of friendship dynamic looks like, but also just even the social dynamic. Like, I keep right. all the good friends. But yeah, anyway. I was just going to say, like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They, like, who gets the friends in the divorce? Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, and you know what's interesting is, like, um, one, you know, I think you you still stay connected to those that are were very close to you, genuinely very close to you anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel right. like the sort of output of that was really still staying connected to those that were already close to myself mm-hmm. and the kids. But what is interesting is how when now now I'm single, mm-hmm. the kinds of invitations that I get invited to is a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, when we were going to um, activities and dinners and events together mm-hmm. as a couple, 
you know, we were invited as a couple. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you're eliminated from that invitation list because now you're you're no longer a couple. Single. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, first of all, we didn't have to split friends because he didn't have friends. Oh, so, okay. um, Cheryl. Um, ooh, Cheryl, that, was that was a Cheryl Beth moment. <laughs> Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl Beth. Beth. <laughs> I think that was a, a Miranda moment. Okay, so... Um, but I, when I went through divorce, I was going through breast cancer at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting during that season, my life and world contracted, mm-hmm. you know, I once heard someone say that sometimes your world has to go small before it can go big again. Yeah. So my world went very small. I didn't have anything to give anybody. And so I needed to lean heavy on relationships that were okay with things being one way and coming in my direction. Mm -hmm. And so that was, you know, my mother, my, my sister and my cousin. That was it. That's all I could handle. Yeah. But then my friend circle, one of them pulled me aside and she said, you know, sis, you need your sisterhood. We want to be here for you, and you need us. You need a sisterhood. You do not have to do this alone. Mm -hmm. But then when I sort of um, began to come through that that valley moment and that valley season, my world expanded, and I even met new friends. And one of my dear friends is a new friend post that life. And she sent me an article, you know, uh, it was in Essence Magazine on sisterhood. And I'll never forget that. Have you ever wondered why anyone drinks Malort? Or if there are actually lobsters in the Chicago River? Then listen to the Curious City podcast, where we answer all your questions about Chicago and the region. WBEZ's Curious City is part of the NPR network and available wherever you find your podcasts. Have you ever had to fire a friend? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> you know, well, you know. Oh, we, we were like, Jinx, well, you know, sometimes I feel like friends kind of soft quit each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like we don't get in a room and point at each other and say, I'm done with you. But you just drift. Yeah. And we both acknowledge the drift and you just let it happen. Yeah. That's definitely happened to me. That's that's interesting way to describe it because that's true. You know, that it just it is sometimes a soft drift. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, well, the one that I'm thinking about for me, it was I just felt like we we weren't connected anymore. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it was, you know, an iteration of different things that had actually happened. But it was for me, it felt like an immediate sever of ties, mm. you know, and mm-hmm. those things that were happening prior to that kind of led up to it was kind of this drift. Mm-hmm. But um, when I felt like it was done, it was just it was just done. And I I did, though, you know, and what I what I have learned to try to do is just communicate, you know, to communicate right. to at least, you know, give it an opportunity to resolve itself or not. You know, but at least to just to at least just communicate. 
But sometimes right. I think like friendships are seasonal, you know, like you go through these phases in your life and you're like, hey, you know what? I have really great friends that were super supportive during my divorce mm-hmm. and they were there mm-hmm. for that season, you know. And then you've mm-hmm. got friends who are with you for a lifetime, like, you know, my friend Annie, who I've known forever. Mm-hmm. Or, right. you know, you have people who are friends for a reason and they're just there for that, you know, specific purpose. So, And, and some are just proximity. Yeah. Like like sometimes work yeah. work friends. Like I have a work friend, Athena, who became my real friend. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know that like me and Athena would also do picnics at Promontory Point and we would just sit and get eaten alive by bugs and just talk about life and everything. And I met her from work. Mm. But then there's some work friends that you don't see them after you quit. Mm-hmm. You don't see them after they quit. There was one instance where I absolutely fired my friend. And and that moment really was about my own growth. Mm-hmm. So actually, Taylor, I was about your age. And this was my girlfriend, man, in college. We cut up together. We were buddies. Uh, one of my fondest memories actually was with her. We were... You know, this, we were in the 80s. This was in, I was in college in the 80s. That was the era of Ma- Madonna. And mm-hmm. we were in the street, um, dressed crazy, doing Madonna <laughs> moves, <laughs> okay, in the street, coming home from a party. It was fun. But after college, the whole proximity thing, you know, she was in one state, I was in another state, and... And so anyway, we decided to reconnect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hadn't seen each other since um, we, you know, graduated from college. So I was so excited. This is my girl. And I, went, and I invited her. To, at the time, I was in Memphis. And I invited her to Memphis. And I rolled out the red carpet. And I set up a photo shoot for us. I wanted to capture the moment and all these events and parties. And, and I had sort of in my mind, my friend remembering her from when we were in college together, had kind of frozen that mm-hmm. friendship in that space. But then fast forward three, four years out from college, I was experiencing her from a different lens. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, this person, I don't really like. They're a taker, they're narcissistic, self-consumed. You know, I just, I realized like, oh, this isn't, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then she had a great time and we, you know, she went back to her city and she called me I'm like, oh, hey girl. And I took the call and I said, I need to talk. I said, I just, this, our friendship doesn't work for me anymore. Mm. And I told her and I shared what I said. And, you know, she was so angry. She, I mean, she cussed me out. Okay. Really? Oh yeah. And I sat there and I took and I listened. I didn't try to fight back or defend myself. I just listened. And I said, I wish you well. Mm. And I ended the friendship. And I think what I put up with in college I had grown and was learning myself and coming into myself more. Wow. And I'm sure that was tough to do. And 
I think that's why so many people might favor the soft quit of just mm-hmm. letting things fizzle. Because mm-hmm. confrontation is tough, especially with someone that, you know, you went to college with, you were doing the Madonna in the parking lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. But definitely necessary because not every person grows with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I you you kind of feel when people aren't happy for you anymore, when they may not say anything that has ill intent directly but you feel that it does and Mm -hmm. you're just like you don't want the best for me and sometimes when a friend tells you they don't want you anymore that may be in your best interest Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like oh there's something up with you that that's not right and so I out of loyalty wasn't going to get away from you but I needed that to happen. Mm -hmm. I've had that happen, too. I think sometimes, like, you know, it is it does go both ways. Sometimes you're also being removed from a situation, you know, or protected from a situation. That you wouldn't have maybe removed yourself from. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So did you find it mm -hmm. uh, did you find it easy to make like as you're thinking about expanding? Is it easy for you to make new friends? It's easy for me to meet new people. Mm hmm. Did you catch that? I didn't really answer your question. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, new people. I got you, girl. Right. You got it. You got it. It's easy. I meet no strangers. It's easy for me to to meet new people. I think friendship, that kind of sisterhood, core, close friendship comes with time, experiences, and from that, you gain trust in each other. Mm -hmm. So that that core sisterhood, you know, soulmate kind of friend, that Mm -hmm. just takes time. What about you, Jennifer? Similar to you, I, I meet all kinds of people, right? But I think I definitely make friends easy as well. And, but, but I have a, I got a list of just Uh things that I, you know, welcome into my space. Like energy is like the biggest thing for me. Um, and so when I meet people who are just, you know, and, and, and when I say energy, it's not like you're on 10, you know, it's not about you're an extrovert versus introvert, none of that. It's just that, you know, you are, you're a loyal friend, you're loving, you are kind, you're positive. All these things are kind of like the attributes that, make me want to build with people. And I try to assert myself in that, meaning like, hey, do you want to go grab some coffee or you want to go grab a drink or, you know, try to create scenarios to build a friendship, to really discover if it is worth continuing to build a friendship. And so, you know, I tend to be the person who's always like, hey, let's go do this thing, you know, so that we can have um, an experience together. So, So I'd say yes. It is easy. Yeah, for I me. think that I would say that for you. It's easy for you to make friends. I. Uh, what about you, Taylor? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think I just I haven't met anyone new that's become like a close friend lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the people that I consider close are people that I have some history with already. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I think just because of my age, most of those people are from high school. But I do have a friend who, my friend Gift, we went to elementary school and high school together. And I just saw her in Florida, that picture that I submitted to the newsletter where I'm holding baby Yoda. I think she (laughs) took that picture. (laughs) And I, I went and visited her in Florida while she's doing her MBA program. And we just like, 
we don't have to talk every day. We send TikToks to each other. We'll send each other something on, on Twitter. But I don't see her very off, very often. But I know that, like, that's my sister. Mm-hmm. And so I think that time, like Cheryl mentioned, is important for me. And so making friends now, I think I have the people that I trust and that will listen to me. And I have my boyfriend. That's mm-hmm. like my best friend. I have my mom. I have my brother. I have my cousin Jordan. So like I'm good on my deep connections. Yeah. And so when I make friends now, I'm looking for people that I can go to concerts with mm-hmm. and people that share similar interests to me. Okay, I'm curious though about this. Mm-hmm. What are what are like your fondest memories of friendship? What's something and maybe it's something recent that mm-hmm. you experience with a friend? The memory I have with my group of girlfriends and Beyonce's video new uh, had just dropped uh single ladies. Mm-hmm. And this was probably in 09 or 08. And uh and so we were watching the video and we were trying to learn the dance and we were all doing the, the, the uh, all the single ladies dance together, learning that dance and doing it. We were doing um, fried chicken and waffles and I was mm-hmm. responsible for fried chicken because I make <laughs> great fried chicken. And then wine and learning the all the single ladies dance. And it's just it was such a beautiful moment and funny and cool and, you know, really girly. You know, and what I, about you? So the other day, I I met up with my girlfriend Britt and we we like exercising together, right? So we uh in Atlanta there's this place called the Beltline and it literally it takes you, you know, super far. You can walk around the park, come back around. And I was like, "Hey, you know, I well, she actually had to leave to take her take her dog out and my friend Malcolm was coming up there and he decided he wanted to work out too. And so it just ended up being the three of us. Y'all, we walked for six miles because we wow. just couldn't stop talking to each other. Literally, the streetlights came on. <laughs> we were singing and dancing to that that new Victoria Monet song. And just like, yeah. it was just, it was spontaneous. It was like a beautiful night. Um, and just funny, you know, just laughing literally the whole time, mm-hmm. you know. And then I have this other girlfriend, um, her name's Sona, and she and I... Every Thursday, because Thursdays is like, for everybody who knows me, is like my 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 go-out night, mm-hmm. okay? Right. And so she and I uh, go to this specific restaurant in Atlanta, and we sit at the bar. They actually have named a drink for us, okay? Oh. Because this oh, is wow. how much we be going there. <laughs> <laughs> the gin and juice. I drink, that's all. <laughs> right? What? What's the it's name called, of the drink? The name of the drink is called... The Jensen. Okay. Oh, how cute. Yeah. So. Just laughing. Those are mine. Okay. And they're frequent. They're like every day. You know how I said earlier that like, I guess I don't need new friends. I take that back. I do want more close friends because I think there's nothing wrong with that. And I think since I'm still young, I'm going to go through things in life. Yeah. School, marriage, babies. Mm -hmm. That's going to lead me to meet new people. Absolutely. And so I'm I'm open to that. The friends friends we have right now. Do we want to shout them out? Yes. Shout out our friends. Let's shout out our friends on the shout out line. Can I go? You go. Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) I'm so ready for this. Okay. Um, My sweet friend, Annie whom I adore and love, my friend Terry. She, 
This woman is straight loyal. Um, my friend Malcolm, who is just so fun and funny. And my friend Britt, who I just, you know, she's like, she's like the younger sister I never had. But mm. like, she's so wise. She's the one who will be the first one at the party and the last one to leave with me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have a different method. Right. <laughs> um, and then my friend William, who is like my brother, you know, he just, I just love him. My friend Morris and my friend Sona and my two cousins, Grace and Dee. I just, I love them all. There you go. Those are my people. And these are just brief highlights yeah. of friends. There's, yes. there's many I know. more. There are many more. There are many more. So I love all y'all. Um, okay. Party line. My mom, my brother Julian. Oh, we added mama to the list. My mom is I my love bestie. It. My cousin Jordan, that's my girl, my yes. boyfriend, my friends Liz and Amelia, they're like my girls. Like they, they're just, those are my there for me people. I met them when I was in college. My friend Kat, me and Kat will see something on TikTok and be like, she doesn't want to see this right now. And then the other one will send it to the other one. And I'll be like, I saw this and I was going to send it to you, but I didn't. And my group chat, the Spuds, the Nafragos, I love y'all. Just my high school girls. They're they're my buds. Oh. Um, and I think I I think that's a good list. And there's yeah. and then and, and then, then everybody else. But the I think these are the people that I talk to most frequently. Yes. Of course yeah. there's other friends that Absolutely. you have. But then the people that you like send TikToks to? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what nope. about you, Cheryl? <laughs> okay. So um my sister Michelle, my bride and die, Michelle. Um, my mom, my cousin Cal, my crew, my hype crew, Melody, Cheryl, and Cheryl, and Camille, and Chanel. My giggle buddy, ain't no topics off limits, uh, Michelle Herndon. Because shit, I got a lot of Michelle's in my life, it's Cheryl's. My sweet, Funny, bold, and funny, funny, funny sister-in-law, uh, John. I think that's, you know, my my core group. Yeah. I have other friends. Oh, let me shout out Callie. Hey, Callie. Yeah. In Greece. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's my core core group. I miss one. Can I add my mama? Yeah, add your Because it wasn't because she ain't my friend because she really is, like, <laughs> really a best friend. But I just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I love her. And my friend Jay. Jay. Jay, I'll, I rarely see Jay. Yeah. But she, she'll come to town and she'll be like, hey, let's go to this restaurant. And I'll yeah. be like, I'm there. She's my, she's my taste bud, as people call it on TikTok. <laughs> like the people you go eat with. <laughs> Your taste bud. So this is to all the friends. Old, new, the ones we haven't met yet. All the friends. Friends. How many of us have them? <laughs> friends. <laughs> Ones we can depend on. Let's be friends. What <laughs> <laughs> you saying, girl? <laughs> and then we get sued. <laughs> and that's a wrap for our friendship episode. If you like what you heard, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts, and tune in every Friday for your dose of When Magic Happens. And follow us on Instagram at When Magic Happens Podcast. Don't miss out on the latest and greatest from your When Magic Happens family. Subscribe to our newsletter, the perfect companion to this podcast, at wbez.org newsletters. 
You can find me, Taylor Coward, on Instagram at taylorcowardonline. And you can find me, Jennifer Shea Love Long, on Instagram at being Shea Love. And you can find me, Cheryl Jackson, on socials at Cheryl Jackson, that's Cheryl with an E. And we want to hear from you, our magical listeners. Our email address is magic at wbez.org. Send us anything. We want to hear from you. When Magic Happens is a production of WBEZ Chicago and a part of the NPR Podcast Network. Our truly magical producer is Brianna Garrett. Elizabeth Cambridge is our associate producer. Brendan Banizak is our executive producer. Tracy Brown is chief content officer. Production assistance by Justin Bull. And engineering by Maria Lopez. See y'all next week. And if you threw a party... Everyone you knew. Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts.